Josefina here on Radio One. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, let's go.
everyone. This is Alex, and you're listening to Radio 1 Chicago. Uh, joining me in studio in the green room is singer-songwriter Josefina. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Such a pleasure to have you in, back in. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know you said that, yeah. You I was mentioned here, yeah, about three years ago when mm-hmm. I released my first two recordings. Yeah. I came in, and so I'm happy to be back. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that song we just listened to uh sorry dome that's the it made its debut today yeah right? that, just now <laughs> just that now. was its debut no <laughs> one has heard that so it's exciting yeah um, but yeah it's it's my single called starry dome off the new record which is also called starry dome and uh, it officially comes out this Saturday, but I'm giving people a little preview here on Radio 1. So Yeah, excellent. Always yeah. a treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, would love to. We're so excited to debut them. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, I know you grew up in Buenos Aires. Right? Yeah, well, I was born in Buenos mm-hmm. Aires. Um, I moved to the U.S. when I was a little kid, and then I spent all my summers in Argentina. So I definitely did a lot of going back and forth and juggling different languages and cultures. I think that's been a big part of um, my upbringing and who I am. Mm -hmm. And uh, it gives you a certain unique perspective from a young age, right? Having that sort of life. I'm sure. Um, But yeah, now I'm a Chicago girl. (laughs) (laughs) And did you move? Which is also great. Yeah. Yeah. Did you move to Chicago um, like when you first came to the the States or did you? No, I actually lived in North Carolina for a while and then Indiana and then Chicago. So I did a lot of moving around as a kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. And how has it, um, you know, been here? Um, You know, your upbringing upbringing and like different types of neighborhoods. Did you move around neighborhoods at all? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've lived in a lot of different neighborhoods in Chicago, but now I'm in Logan Square, which I love. Um, And yeah, Chicago is a a great town. I mean, I love it musically because everyone here is so friendly. You know, it doesn't seem to be quite like that in other big cities, but (laughs) here it seems like a small world, you know, like it's easy to get to know the different bands around town and and yeah, I just like the vibe. It's it's really they have some great venues here. So yeah, I historic band. ones too, like empty oh, yeah. bottle and you know, I know. All, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so when did you start, um, you know, making music and writing music? When did that kind of like click? Yeah, well, it's kind of. I mean, it's sort of a long story. But when I was little, I've always been a singer, and when I was little, I played piano. Um, but that was really it. I always enjoyed music. You know, I grew up listening to the Beatles and a lot of older music. And um, loved it, but was never really like a songwriter when I was little. And then as I got older, I kept, I really wanted to go out and sing for people, you know, but I was a little bit afraid because <laughs> it can be daunting to sing for, you know, yeah. other people. <laughs> oh, for sure. And so um, eventually after college, I mean, I was on a totally different path in college. It's kind of weird. But after college, I was like, man, I really still want to do this singing thing secretly, you know. (laughs) And so I actually went to Paris for three months, just uh, bumming around in Paris and hanging out. I didn't have any reason to be there. (laughs) And uh, that's when I started singing in front of people. Like I would just go to piano bars and ask if I could sing. Oh, nice. And they'd be like, "Uh, sure, strange (laughs) girl, you may sing. (laughs) So I started doing that. And then I actually got some paid gigs. And it became this thing that I that I did over there. I would sing weekly for money, and it was fantastic. And then um, I came back to Chicago, and I initially had those, like, post-travel blues, you know. Oh, where yeah. You're just like, oh, no, I'm back in this cold city. Yeah. I was like, well, that music thing was so fun, so now i got to join a band. So I joined a band. Um, it was called The Choir, and... Uh, 
the guy in the choir is now in Lucille Furs, another local oh, nice. band. Yeah. yeah, we we had but, them in a couple cool. a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. So Trevor so and cool. I were yeah. in a band, mm-hmm. and and that's when I really started writing songs because he and I would co-write a bunch. He was a great songwriter to work with too, because mm-hmm. he had a lot of pop sensibility, and. Um, so yeah, I started doing that and, and singing and playing keys with them and writing. And then eventually I really got on my feet as a songwriter through that experience. And um, then like the choir just sort of dissolved, you know, as bands do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of tunes, so then I started working with um, my now producer, Jim Turk, and uh, he helped me make my first recordings. And then from, from then on it was like, you know, just can't stop me like I'm, I'm gonna keep doing this forever I love it yeah so yeah it's been a it's been a ride yeah I was gonna say I was I'm like enjoying it yeah that's a that's quite a journey to get to where you are today <laughs> like, yeah that's that's a lot so yeah it was it always kind of like I mean like you said it was always kind of in the back of your mind to mm-hmm. you know to play music like what do you think was it about it that you're just kind of like it's always there like it was always you know kind of like a part of you and stuck with you even when you were on that different path yeah, I, I don't know. I think music has just always been, like, my main love in life, you know? It's, like, the best part of my day is, like, listening to good music in the car or or whatever. And, and mm-hmm. I'd always, you know, played a little bit of guitar and piano, and, and singing was, like, my favorite thing to do growing up in high school, everything. Um, and then when you start playing in bands, it's, like, this great feeling of just connectedness with other people, mm-hmm. you know? And and once you get on stage and you do it for an audience, it really does, it truly becomes this sort of addicting thing. Like, I call it the music bug. Because once <laughs> you start doing it, you yeah. will not stop. Like, <laughs> it's just so much fun. Like, I finished playing a set with my band on stage, and I'm like, okay, let's book the next show. You know, like, yeah. I just want to do it again. You're like, what's next? Yeah. Where, can, where can we go? So it's just yeah. truly so much fun. And so I feel very lucky to, to be able to do what I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, has it always been, like, how would you describe your, you know, your sound or your genre, um, mm. if you have one specific Yeah, term? it's it's varied. Um, most people describe it as Americana or alt country. But I started, I mean, I write pop songs, though. I always say that because it's very important to my sound. Like, I write <laughs> pop songs. They're all, like, yeah. little pop format, and I like that, yeah. you know, I just... I want good pop music to still exist, you know, and so I love well-crafted pop songs, and that's what I'm trying to make. But um, a lot of the the production and instrumentation is um, there's a little bit of yeah alt country in there, mm-hmm. and sort of like folk rock, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like in you know in that song that we just heard, the Starry Dome. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could definitely hear like the pop. like the influences but overall it's like oh that was kind of like a almost like a folky alternative you Mm -hmm. know yeah and I have some some songs that are a little more like just acoustic guitar and voice you know like more folky stuff too Mm -hmm. um but yeah the the ones I'm choosing to play today the tracks are all they're all like full band tracks and the next one will be a little bit more showing my like countryish side it's kind of like my take on an outlaw country tune gotcha so yeah <laughs> and was it always kind of like you know that was the intention or is that where it kind of went when you guys you know when you were in a full band and you're like oh this is you know going this way as opposed to well, like pop it was a number of things that that came together because we used to be a four-piece band and then it was you know it was great like that and then I got really into um 
country from the 70s. This one summer, I just became obsessed with, like, old country. Like, it's all I would listen to. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I just, and I would find old records like that. And I loved, like, the birds and, like, Graham Parsons mm-hmm. and um, all that stuff. I was really inspired by it. And so I, I started learning a lot of country songs. And then once you learn country songs, you want to write your own, you know? So I was, <laughs> yeah. I was starting to write my own. And then around that time, we had a fifth member join the band, and he... He played this B-Bender guitar that had a really twangy sound. Yeah. And so as soon as he entered the band, it really became a lot more, like, sort of, yeah, country-ish. Yeah. But I don't feel confined to that. You gotcha. know, I'm not mm-hmm. exclusively a country artist. Yeah. And I never will be, because uh-huh. I'm not really from the South, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's not, but, not, you know, not from there. It's fun yeah. to pretend you're a desert cowgirl sometimes. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, well, yeah, let's definitely take a take a listen to another one of the tracks. Um, set this one up for us. Okay, so um, this one is a fictional story. Uh, it did not happen to me, but I chose to play the first-person protagonist in okay. the song because it's more fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, like I said, it's my take on Outlaw Country, so it's kind of like the mischievous happenings at a Western saloon. Okay. And it, a, so a story transpires. Yeah. All right. And that's, yeah, that's that. It's called Run, Cowboy, Run. Run, Cowboy, Run. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Alex, and we're talking with singer-songwriter Josefina. Stick around. We have more right here on Radio 1 Chicago. Looking out into the distance I see that cowboy run but as he turns, he learns with just one glance that this little romance isn't done. Get to the bar, give the tender a call. Love is pressing in the air. 
It's 717 here on Radio 1 Chicago. I'm Alex talking with singer-songwriter Josefina. That was a second sneak peek of the upcoming album Mm -hmm. uh, set out to be released on Saturday. That's right. right. Yep. Uh, So that was Run, Cowboy Run. Uh, So we were talking a little bit during the break about how, you know, you could hear in that song a little bit more of like that twang. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, country, but then also you mentioned surf rock. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. It, you know, also has yeah, like that sur- A little bit of it. that surf rock vibe, too, yeah. which I love. Yeah. It, it like, yeah. And I was saying how, you know, y- you pick apart all of these different genres and it kind of like it just works really well together. Mm-hmm. Um and you were joking how you have to pick a, a genre at one point. Oh I'm <laughs> like glad you think single. it works. No, sometimes I, think it I do think I have a tendency to sort of jump around. <laughs> but that's just because I am inspired by a lot of different genres. As I think all musicians are kind of like that, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at this point in my music career, I definitely feel free to explore different things that I like. And I hope I always feel that way. <laughs> Change it up. I mean, yeah. you'll be playing like metal next week or something. <laughs> Maybe, right? Don't ever see that in my future. <laughs> Who knows though, right? Never know. Never, never, never know. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, your band. So that song was with the five piece band, but you were saying how um, like it was a little bit different from the mm-hmm. album to, to yeah. your life. Well, yeah, my live band is not exactly the same as my studio band. So um, live, I I do play with a five-piece band. It's two electric guitars. One of the guitars is 12-string, drums, bass, and then I switch off from acoustic guitar to piano. Um, On that track, I played a nylon string guitar, and then uh, we had my normal bassist play the bass, and then the the twangy guitarist I was telling you about is on Mm -hmm. that track, too. Um, we had a, a guest guitarist come in and put some atmospheric lap steel and other guitar with effects. And um, then we have a drummer that we work with in the studio. His name's Alex Hall. Uh, he's kind of a well-known name around town. He uh, he plays with the Flat Five, if you've heard of that. And Sounds familiar. He plays yeah. weekly at the Green Mill. He's an okay, amazing yeah. drummer. And mm-hmm. so I've used him for every single recording thus far. Oh, um, wow. But he's too busy to be my live band drummer. <laughs> so I have another very good friend who plays drums yeah. live. Um, but yeah, like, like I was saying to you during the break, it's hard to juggle everybody's schedules. And so um, live, I have a couple different drummers that yeah. will play and a couple different guitarists. and Like keep them in rotation yeah, kind of thing? kind of. How mm. has, uh, you know, you practice and, you know, recording and all that. Um, how has that been, like, juggling everyone's schedule? Or do they just, are they just, like, that well trained and, you know? We, we actually, yeah, we don't rehearse that much. Really? We, yeah. we rehearse a decent amount. But, okay. but yeah, it's, like I said, people are busy. So, luckily, yeah. I'm lucky that I have these great, great players that, that are willing to play with me and make yeah. my songs come to life. And so, um you know, live, we just work off of that energy, and everybody has good instincts musically, so we're able to pull it off without too much <laughs> rehearsal. Yeah. And then, yeah, in the studio, it's my producer, Jim Turk, he uh, he and I are like the core of the band, you know, because I write the tunes, but I immediately bring the tunes to him, and he he has good ideas about arrangements and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. so we, we work really well as a team. And then, you know, when you're performing these songs live, um, do you ever you know, kind of just like in in the moment, just kind of like go off and like jam almost. Yeah, yeah we do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, we always save those those songs uh, for the end of the set. 
Mm-hmm. But we definitely like to jam out a bit at the end and just get really loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like let it all out and have mm-hmm. it go at it. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, a couple songs that we listen to, um, you know, they, you know, they come to an end. But however, you know, however, they um, I feel like you could also, you know, hear them be extended for longer yeah, than yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah, and it will extend, like, even for that last song I just played, the solo is twice as long live, for example. You know, like, we'll oh, find mm-hmm. little spots to let the band jam a bit more. And, uh, yeah, works mm-hmm. out. And then um, how has the solo aspect of it then? Do you, you know, go, like, acoustically and, you know, either with a piano or with a guitar and, you know, just when perform I, these? Yeah, sometimes I play um, solo, or, and Jim and I also do duo shows. Oh, cool. So um, that's also fun. So it's like fun. a wide range of yeah. performances. It's, it's, like. it's always fun to do a more stripped-down set like that, too. Um, it's a totally different energy than playing with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love I love the band though. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we gotta have them in next time. I think, right? <laughs> Just yeah, uh, yeah. come in and sure. play live or something for us. It'd um, be awesome if you guys have that setup. Yeah, no, for sure. We've had full bands in here before. It's it cool. gets tight, but it it's doable. Yeah, <laughs> a little hot, but it's okay. <laughs> um, so tell us how. Um, well, you said that the album was going to be released this Saturday. So yes. what kind of overall story did you want the listeners to kind of take away from it all? Was it kind of like a cohesive storyline that you wanted to tell or was it In more? the album? Yeah. Uh, no, there, each song is its own story, but there's a lot of storytelling in, on the record. I love songs that tell a good story. And I, I like to write about characters, you know, so like mm-hmm. the single off of it, Starry Dome, it's really about like um, people who find love, <laughs> and uh, I love to write about how people change over time and how they stay constant. It's like a very interesting thing to me. And uh, in Starry Dome, you kind of see how the characters they um, change over time and they age physically, but throughout those changes, they have certain constants. In the song, it's their love, and then I also choose to focus on the laugh of the girl. Because I'm really interested in certain traits that humans have that are, like, their thing that just endures time. You know, like, it could be okay. different for everybody. Yeah. Like, some for some people, it's a great smile. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's, like, they, they're just really good at telling jokes, you know. So for this character, she has a great laugh. And, like, she's had it since she was a kid. She'll have it till she's an old woman. You mm-hmm. know, it's, like, the beautiful stuff like that that you see in human beings. And, um, yeah, so Starry Dome is, to me, it's about that. It's, like people changing and yet staying the same in certain beautiful ways mm-hmm. over time. That's nice, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's random, like, cowboy songs, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it all kind of, like, mixes in, mixes out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I chose Starry Dome as the title because I, I love what everything I just talked about, but also um, it has a nice imagery to it. It does. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. like the world is our starry dome. Yeah. So, Especially yeah. if, you know, you can't see it quite now right now it's a snowy dome yeah exactly (laughs) snowy dome which is also pretty (laughs) it is yeah it's like it's hard to you know in the city you kind of have to like remove yourself from you know all of the lights and rarely see a star in the city (laughs) exactly you have to go out way out there to to kind of see that (laughs) but yes the album comes out saturday Mm -hmm. and um we're having a show slash party to celebrate the release of it and so that'll be at the whistler on saturday night at 8 p.m can't wait yeah. yeah and then um we were talking a little bit earlier too how um 
we were talking to Dun Dun Fest or Donnie from Dun Dun Fest earlier. Yeah. Uh, so you were actually playing that this or next weekend too. Yes, right? so, yeah. So if you can't catch us this Saturday, the following Saturday, the seventeenth, we'll be at Dun Dun Fest, which is at Fitzgerald's this year, and that's going to be a blast. Lots of good bands on that bill. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's a it, it was a hefty it was a hefty lineup but yeah yeah it's eclectic coach. yeah that too we were talking mm-hmm. and it was just like a wide range uh, of people and genres and you know I'm sure your cool mix into it is going to be fantastic thank you yeah. I can't wait uh, so tell us um, a little bit about this last song that we're going to play the last track last sneak peek of okay, the cool. album yeah yeah so this last song is. Um, it's what I consider to be my 70s breakup song. <laughs> it's very so, specific. I love it. <laughs> so I really love, like, Carole King. Yeah. And there's this specific guy named Emmett Rhodes who I love. And he has such cool pop arrangements. And so I tried to – I was listening to his record, and I was like, I really want to write, like, an Emmett Rhodesy song. This is what came out, and I think that we did a good job with the arrangement of it. Um And yeah, I tried to pick another song that's different from the last two you've already heard. So this one is called Doing All Right on My Own. Doing All Right on My Own. Fantastic. All right, well, be sure to check Josefina out at The Whistler and next week at Dun Dun Fest. Um, Such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Yeah, and the album will be up on josefinaa.bandcamp.com on Saturday. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. All right, this is Alex. You're listening to Radio 1 Chicago. Be sure to stick around. We have more right here. (laughs) 